Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Abide Podcast with myself, Misha Solanga. Now, for those of you who do not know, this here podcast is to bring together believers and just help each other grow in Christ, not just grow in Christ, but also to continue to abide. Because guys, listen, I know how tricky it can be, Jonga. It is T for tense and for tricky to stay in the vine that is Jesus Christ, especially, you know, in the life that we're living, in the time that we're living in, it's like there's always something new, you know, to try and remove us from the vine that is Jesus Christ. But this here podcast is to encourage you, it is to motivate you, it is to inspire you to continue to hold on to Jesus Christ because we know that without him, we are nothing. In the book of Hebrews, we are told that in him we move, in him we live, in him we find our being. So goes to say, guys, without Jesus Christ, we can do nothing. Now, on today's podcast, I want to talk about something that, you know, I, I struggled with quite a bit at the beginning of my journey with Jesus Christ. And I feel like once I understood this thing and once I learned about it, I just, it helped me abide more. It helped me abide even better. Let me put it that way rather. So today we are going to be reading from the book of Luke. Uh, and I'm going to read about four, three or four verses for you. Okay. So Luke chapter nine, verse one, it reads, then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Verse, uh, verse two says, he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said to them, Oh, I love this one. Listen to this. Take nothing for the journey, neither staffs, nor bags, nor bread, nor money. Do not have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter, stay there and from there depart. And whoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet as testimony against them. Okay, now I'm going to focus, I think, mainly on the first three verses. So what I want to talk about today is understanding purpose and understanding that, you know, we all have a purpose. God has created us for a reason. Okay. And I think the biggest thing that kind of traps us up as believers and especially young believers is that we start looking at other people. We start comparing our journeys. You know, like guys, I fell in this trap a couple of times and I felt like I wasn't doing enough for Jesus. And he had to convince me and he had to like literally sit me down and be like, listen, you cannot compare pears and apples. Your journey with me is your journey with me. So guys, if you have been comparing your journey and you have been comparing your spiritual walk with someone else, whether it be at your church, whether it be on Instagram, wherever it be, stop now. You cannot compare what is not the same ultimately. Okay, so let us get into it now. The first thing that I want to talk about, you know, and refer to is the part at the beginning in verse one where it says he called his 12 disciples together. Now, in this scripture, in this chapter, we see when Jesus is basically launching out the disciples where he is pushing them out into purpose after they have been with him learning for quite some time. Okay, so Jesus doesn't just call anyone. Okay, he calls his disciples. He doesn't call the Pharisees. He doesn't call the other random people that were out there listening to him. No, no, no. He calls specifically his disciples to be pushed out into purpose, right? Now, what, where am I getting at? In order for you to be pushed out into purpose, because I know some of us are always like, oh, what's my purpose? God, why am I on this earth? You won't be able to find that out unless you come close to Jesus, 
the disciples were pushed out into their purpose because they were what his disciples which implies that they were with Jesus all the time they were learning from him they were imitating him that is how we come to the knowledge of our purpose it is when we come into relationship it is when we come into intimacy with Jesus Christ himself right now the disciples spent time with Jesus right for three years we know that they were with Jesus for three years because Jesus started his ministry you know uh, when he was 30 and then he was crucified when he was 33 and in that time they were with him every day guys the Bible literally says they were together all the time now the thing is now Jesus cannot entrust you with his power and authority if he don't know you that it says here in, in, in chapter in chapter one, it says that Jesus called his disciples and we know that disciples implies that they were students of him. Okay, we need to get to a point where we are students of Jesus Christ, because once we are students of Jesus Christ, that is when he is going to entrust us with his power and his authority so that we can go out in the world and make the difference that we need to make. You see, the problem is we're wondering why aren't we powerful? You know, why don't things happen when we pray? Why don't things move? You know, the Bible tells us that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. But sometimes we be trying to do something even less than move a mountain you know obviously that's figurative but like we find ourselves not being effective we find ourselves not being powerful in our prayers in our work in our in whatever it is we're doing for god is because we are not in intimacy with jesus christ right and that is what this this podcast is all about it's about bringing us closer ensuring that we abide because we know that when we are not in relationship when we are not in intimacy with jesus that is when things fall apart Right now, let's move to the next part. I hope you got that. Let's move to the next part. So it says here that after he called them, right, and gives them power and authority, you see, this is what he does. He sends them. Okay. It says in verse two, he sent them to preach the kingdom of God. See, the thing with purpose is that you don't just wake up one day and decide that, you know what? I want to do this. You don't just wake up and roll out of bed and be like, yo, I think I'm going to start preaching the word of God. You don't just roll up and you, whatever the case may be, when it comes to what God has called you to do, you need to wait for him to send you. Okay. You need to wait for God to be like, all right, now is the time. Now I have given you, you know, the authority. Now I have given you the power because if we rush things and we go into doing work for God before we are ready, when we are premature, guys, we will get hurt. Okay, there's nothing more dangerous than doing something you have not been given power for, something you have not been anointed to do. Okay, so we need to get to a point where we are in prayer. And listen, again, God is only going to send you to do something. He's only going to unleash that purpose over your life. And guys, let me not even mess with you. When God wants you to do something, he makes it clear. Okay, when God wants you to work for him, when he wants you to go into ministry for him, when he wants you to be a preacher of the word, whatever God wants you to do, if he wants you to in that moment show mercy to someone, if he wants you to be kind to someone, to do whatever, he will let you know. But how will you know? How will you hear him? It is when you are in intimacy with him. It is when you are, you know, so connected that you can hear his voice. Now, the disciples didn't just wake up one day and say, Jesus, 
we're finna go out and preach the kingdom of God. We're finna go out there and, and cast out demons. We're finna go out there and heal the sick. No, they waited for Jesus. Now, as much as they waited for Jesus, I'm pretty sure there were some in the ranks who were like, you know, Jesus, I feel like we've been at this for a while. Can we go out there and try this out? But Jesus knew when they were ready. And when they were ready, what did he do? He gave them power and he gave them authority to do exactly what it is he needed them to do. Okay. The thing is, guys, we need to get to a point where we trust God's timing as well, because there's nothing worse than feeling like you're ready to do something, but you feel like you're not getting the opportunities. I, I, I felt that before. And when the opportunities don't come, sometimes it's like it's kind of like God is giving you like a stop sign. He's like, relax take it easy it'll come but you need more preparation you need more time in the word because guys there's nothing more dangerous than going out there and speaking the word of god when you don't understand it not only is it bad to teach other people something you don't know because you could be harming their spiritual walk if they listen to you and you're telling them things that are incorrect about the word of god and you're misrepresenting jesus christ and his word but another thing is you can cause some spiritual attacks over yourself when you're talking things that you don't understand and speaking about things that you don't live and that's another thing before jesus can launch us into purpose you know we need to be living his word otherwise we become hypocrites because now we're pretty preaching one thing but we're not living it right and we can't have that that is that is another thing that just goes back to our intimacy with Jesus Christ because you can't live a double life if you're intimate with Jesus because everything you do you want to please him right now let's get to the, let's get to point you know within that same verse in verse 2 it says that Jesus instructed them you know that they need to go out and preach the kingdom of God where am i getting at now jesus is not fin listen guys i want to i want to make this very clear jesus is not going to empower you to go do your own thing okay jesus is not going to wake up one day empower you so that you can go out there and make yourself famous and that you can go out there and make yourself feel cool no it is always been it is and it will always be about Jesus and the kingdom of God. Because at the end of the day, that is what he told them to do. He didn't say go out there and make yourselves feel good by casting out demons and showing people that you have power. No, he said go out there and preach the kingdom of God. He doesn't say go out there and make your, your Instagram page famous. He doesn't say go out there. Okay, I feel like that was a bit spicy. But like, listen, if the growth of the Instagram page comes, that's beautiful. But don't let the reason you do God's work be for fame. Don't let the reason you do God's work be for the Instagram popularity or whatever the case may be. Jesus gave the disciples a mission to pursue. And that is what he does for us too. Every day we wake up, we have a mission to pursue, to know God first for ourselves. That is a purpose already, to know God for yourself, to love God, to, to pursue relationship with him. And then once you've done that, to make him known unto others, to make known unto others what he has done for you right so he, he gives them an exact mission to preach the kingdom of God to preach what Jesus can do you know repentance from sin and intimacy with God like guys ah oh, the word of God is just so beautiful I'm getting excited as I'm sharing it you know what I want to say in this point is that we need to understand that when God sends us out, when God bestows purpose upon us, it is all about the kingdom of God. It is not about 
us it is not about our popularity it is not about how much of the word of god we know because even that knowledge of the word of god is a privilege okay the mere fact that god has given you understanding of his word is a blessing do you know how many people are out there who don't understand the word of god and wish they did so we need to stop making this about ourselves and understand that it has everything to do with the kingdom of god it is not is the book of matthew 6 where it tells us that seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added on okay so it's just i think this this specific verse is just to kind of remind us of priority okay it is all about god's kingdom and we come after because i think we get it twisted sometimes you know we get it twisted sometimes and we think that god placed us here for us no we are guys we're like we're god's instruments we're god's vessels here on earth Okay, we are supposed to be like the middle men that connect the world to God. Can you imagine that privilege? Oh, amazing. Anyway, let's get into let's get into verse 3. Now, Jesus says to them, "Take nothing for the journey, neither staffs, nor bags, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two uh two tunics apiece." Okay, I quite enjoyed this because I had to sit down and figure out why is Jesus telling these men to not take anything for their journey? Now, you know for a fact that if you're finna walk everywhere like they did in Jesus' times, these guys were going far. Okay, so I mean, they would need bread. They would need to carry some skaftin, you know, some badkos, because that's what we do. If I'm going to take any type of journey, I'm packing food, I'm packing extra clothes, I'm making sure I have some money in the bank, like I am secure, I am safe. But Jesus made sure to tell these guys, don't pack anything for that exact reason. Because we like to find security in other things. We want to find security in our money. We want to find security in our possessions, in our in our careers, in our relationships, whatever the case may be. So Jesus says, you know what? I'm going to strip you guys of everything. I want you guys to not take anything with you because when you don't have anything with you, you are forced to depend on what I have given you. Come on. Come on. Tell me you don't feel that. Guys, Jesus is so Oh, I just I'm, I just get excited even at the thought of it all because God is saying in the scripture when I launch you into purpose you need to understand that you need nothing else but me you need nothing else but what I have given you and what has God given us he's given us his word he's given us his word and he's given us the Holy Spirit he's given us his presence and that is all we need in a world where possessions matter most, in a world where your your influence matters most, in a world where your following makes you, you know, noticeable, in a world where the type of clothes you wear, the type of car you drive, or whatever the, the, the wig that you wear, I don't know, the makeup you have on, you know, in a world where that is what people recognize and that is what people, you know, see as a status symbol jesus says i want you to to shed all of that i want you to shed everything that you have built your security on and rely on me rely on my word rely on my presence rely on the power i have given you rely on the authority and everything else shall be added after that because jesus knows that when we have things we tend to not trust him 
We t- listen, and it's not like an evil thing. I don't think we do it on purpose. It just happens. You know, when you feel like you got some money in the bank, you feel like you don't need Jesus no more. You feel like you've reached your goals. You feel like you've got your dream job. You feel like you've got the car you wanted. When we get all the things we pray for, let's be honest, when we get all the things we pray for, we forget Jesus. Sometimes it happens. We pray for things. We beg God. We ins- we do this. We do that. We make pledges. We do this. God, if you give me this, I'm going to do this. And then God blesses you. What do you do? You start praying. You start reading your Bible. You know, because because now you've, you're fixated on your possessions. You're fixated on what you've accumulated. And you've forgotten about the person who's given these things to you. Jesus made sure to let them go without anything. Take nothing. Because he wanted them to depend on him. To depend on what he has given them. Now, I want to break down this verse in, in, in verse 3. Where it says, the first thing he says, don't take a staff. Okay, so a staff in biblical times, you know a staff. It's like that long stick that people used to assist them either in walking, you know, or to even herd sheep, whatever the case may be. But a staff was a symbol of assistance. Okay, Jesus says to these guys, don't take something that's going to help you in this walk. Ooh, when I read this one, I was like, Jesus, what are you saying? Okay, Jesus says to me, and he's telling me to tell you that in this journey, on this walk with him, it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes you're going to get tired. Sometimes you're going to trip up. Sometimes your foot is going to hit a rock. Sometimes you're going to slip and fall and hit your face. But don't take a staff. Don't take any other security measures. Don't have a plan B. Trust in me. That's what God is saying. Don't have a plan B. Don't use a staff to pull you up when you feel like you're about to fall. Don't use the staff when you feel like you have no other options. Pray. Talk to me. Seek assistance because I am always with you. Isn't that amazing? Because sometimes we want to use things along the way, you know, to make it easier. We want to have a crutch. Let's be honest. We have crutches sometimes. But Jesus is trying to remove that to ensure your dependence on him. Your trust in him. Okay? The next point he makes when he tells them not to take anything. He says, don't take a bag, don't take bread, don't take money, don't take extra clothes. Jesus, again, is stripping them down to their basics, okay? He wants them to leave behind any worldly possessions that they would find comfort in, you know, any possessions that they would lean back onto, you know, for security. And he says, no, 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 no. I want you to depend on my provision. If you read further in this chapter, you know, he says, whatever house you enter, stay there and and then depart from there and he says whoever does not receive you don't worry about that and then he continues to say eat what the people give you because he knows that he will provide for the disciples wherever they go he will touch the hearts of people to bless them with any type of provision that they need whether it be money whether it be food whether it be clothes he would provide for them hence he says don't take a bag don't take them don't take money don't take clothes don't take food because i want you to depend on my mercies why not because god is like trying to punish them no he wants to show them his goodness 
He wants to show them ultimately that he is sovereign and that he is God. And that is what he's teaching us through the scripture is that we really don't need all of these extra things that we build our security on. Now, I'm not saying don't save. I'm not saying don't do, you know, what is prudent. I'm not saying don't be smart with your money. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying trust God. Okay, even in your saving for a rainy day, trust God. Use godly wisdom to do that. You know what I mean? I think I'm about to conclude it, but like it's just such an exciting word. God gives us power and authority. Okay? When God is about to send you out into your purpose, you don't need all of these extra things. I know because we want to have an aesthetic. We want to be, you know, pleasing to people. We want to uh, we want to have that allure. We want to lure people onto our pages. We want people to to follow our YouTube channels. We want this that and that to happen. But what ultimately matters, guys, what ultimately matters is what God has given you and doing specifically what God has called you to do. So now what am I doing? What am I asking you? What is God asking us to do? I think God wants us to just reevaluate our lives, to have an introspective moment and be like, okay, I didn't know what my purpose is or I don't know what, what my purpose is, God. Why don't I know what my purpose is? Could it be because I'm not in intimacy with Jesus Christ and he hasn't revealed it to me because I'm not in intimacy? Could it be that I do know my purpose, but I don't know how to go about it? I feel like I'm not ready. I feel like I don't have enough followers. I feel like people first need to subscribe to my... I first need to build an Instagram page that has a good aesthetic or whatever the case may be. Today, Jesus is telling you, it's not about all of that. Even if you have to share, you know, a word with one person, that is purpose because you have known God and you have made him known to someone else. Guys, we have blown this thing out of proportion and we've, 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 we've chalked it up to having to impress hundreds and thousands of people on our Instagram stories. And now, no, it is not about that. It is about sharing what God has done for you and sharing that with someone else and praying that the Holy Spirit will, convi- will convict them that they too may be able to experience the mercy and the love and the peace and the joy and the hope that Jesus gives you. Because the fact of the matter is, guys, we live in a broken world. We live in a world where people desire truth. We live in a world where people do have... Listen, I've seen people, people have faith, okay? People have so much faith, but their faith and their trust is placed in the wrong things. Let's just be honest. People are trusting... Th- guys, you don't know how many times I see people out here on some... Trust the universe. Trust the animals. Trust the statue. Guys, how you going to trust... An object. How are you going to trust something that has no power when there is God who is all powerful? God who, mind you, created these things. We live in a generation where people have faith in things that God created instead of God himself. They worship creation instead of the creator. We need to change that. Okay? You need to understand that God has given you power. He's given you authority. And then in the book of Timothy, it tells us that he's given us love and he's given us sound mind and he's given us power. Again, it's reiterated. He gives us power to do all of these things, to bring others into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that is the kingdom of God, y'all. Oh man, I'm just so excited about this word. And I I wish I could go, like I could go longer, but I don't want to just speak for the sake of speaking 
you know i want to speak because this is what god has laid in this is what god has laid in my heart for you today so i really hope that you're encouraged i really hope that you are amped that you're inspired to go and seek your purpose to have god give you clarity i really hope that you are inspired and you're encouraged to abide even more to come even closer to jesus christ to desire intimacy with him you know as a matter of fact let me pray on that Heavenly Father, I come before you in this moment, Father God, and I thank you so much for this word. I thank you, Father God, for the knowledge that you have, Father God, given us power, that, Father God, you've given us authority to go out into the world, to go out into our corners of the world and make a difference, to not only know you, Father God, which is a privilege in its own, but to make you known unto others because you, Father God, want us to be co-workers with you. Lord God, that you've placed us on this earth, not just that we may live and die, not that just we may just pay bills, you know, Father God, but you've given us power and authority to make you known to those who need you. Oh, we give you glory, Father God. We give you honor because there is none like you. And I pray in this moment that you may, you may light up a fire in someone who has been sleeping on themselves when you have already given them purpose, when you have already given them power. May you push them out of their comfort zone. Even during this lockdown time, we can make a difference because people need hope. People need the truth. I pray in Jesus' name that healing, that restoration, that understanding of your word, that revelation may be given to your children so that they may go out there, Father God, and make more disciples of your word. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I pray, amen and amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Abide Podcast. And I really, really hope that you have learned something that God has really just shaken you and stirred up that fire so that you may go out there and do what needs to be done for the kingdom of God. But for myself, Misha, until next time, I love you all.